Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today I'm sharing eight points to think about when it comes to creating successful weight loss and a mindset that sets you up for being happy and healthy for the rest of your life. Um, This is something I shared on my Instagram today, the day that I'm recording this, and it's basically a collection of notes and inspiration that I've taken from different books, different podcasts, And what I essentially do is keep a note on my phone that I just add little snippets and comments and quotes to when I hear something on a podcast or I read something in a book that I think really resonates and is something that would help my clients and is something that I think I could put out as a post at some point. And it's got to this point where I've got so many of them that I thought I would just put out a combination of these today and just see if anything resonates with people because they are all fantastic points and they just stood out at the time. But I think it's helpful to do a podcast on them because some of them would benefit from expansion and just explaining the context of that snippet a little bit better. So I'm going to jump straight in on the first one and that is successful weight loss comes from great habits. But building habits doesn't just require repetition and this is something where We often think to build a habit, we've just got to do it enough times for it to become automatic. And that is true, but we also need to enjoy doing it. And that's something that I think we often forget because our brains are designed to do things that they like doing. We're designed to get a boost, a hit of dopamine, some kind of benefit. And if we're trying to force ourselves to do a habit that we ultimately don't enjoy, we don't feel good for doing it, we're just doing it to lose weight. That's not likely to stick unless we can tag on some kind of benefit to it, some kind of benefit at the time as well. So sometimes there'll be an actual benefit you can give yourself in the moment, like a practical thing. So there might be there might be some kind of enjoyment that, say you're building the habit of exercise, like you can sometimes link into to that, that you're going out, you're getting fitter and stronger, and that feels great. You can sometimes be like visualizing yourself as you're running, you can start to notice those benefits and maybe with healthy eating like you might you might understand that you feel really rubbish when you eat certain foods so although it's difficult to resist them at times if you've got a strong enough connection that this food makes me feel rubbish whereas this food this healthier food makes me feel great sometimes just explaining that to yourself almost makes a big difference to your brain because otherwise the brain tends to ruminate on well this isn't great I don't enjoy exercise or I want to eat that tasty unhealthy food and it forgets that we don't feel great after and it forgets that there are benefits to doing the things that are hard so sometimes we have to just get really clear on that so that we understand the benefit of the habit we're doing it's very easy to just try to do the habit and not connect fully with the reason why another thing that can really help is when you're performing this habit that you want to do say it's planning your day's food for example planning your day's food is not exciting like it's not something that many people particularly want to do but 
if you're viewing it as something that is is an act of self-care, like it's setting up your future self, it's you showing up for you and it's gonna create an easier day and literally just the act of sitting down to do your plan. You can tie in a lot of mental rewards from doing that, like that's you showing up as who you want to be. And when you see it that way, rather than just a chore and something that you have to do, if you're tying in an emotional benefit, you're feeling proud of yourself just for doing it, and this goes with anything, not just planning, any habit you wanna do, if you feel proud when you've done it, and you tie in some kind of real positive feeling from that, that helps your brain to think, hang on a second, this is good, I enjoy feeling good, I enjoy feeling proud of myself, I enjoy this mental boost I'm getting from thinking about it in a positive way. So it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. If you can really focus on getting some mental benefit from that habit, it will make a huge, huge difference. So the next point is a question. Am I thinking like someone who's going to lose weight? Or am I thinking like someone who's afraid that they're not going to lose weight? I think many people who are trying to lose weight are currently thinking like someone who's afraid that they're not going to lose weight. And the difference between the two is huge. If you're someone who's thinking like someone who's going to lose weight, you feel confident, you feel excited, you feel like you're on the right track, you can see all the things you're doing, you're proud of yourself for taking action, you're visualising yourself getting to that goal, and you're enjoying all the things you do along the way. If you're thinking like someone who's afraid that they're not going to lose weight, then you're living in that fear mentality. You're you're constantly worried about what the scales are going to say. You're worried about eating certain foods in case they make you gain weight for the next time you jump on the scales. You're constantly doubting yourself and worrying that it's not going to work. And as soon as you then make a mistake, you're likely to think, oh, I've ruined it now. I'm never going to get there anyway. And that's where you'll then go and eat X, Y, Z. So that difference is massive. So checking in with the thoughts you're having and asking like, am I thinking like I'm someone who's going to lose weight? Because you can shift that very, very quickly. If you notice there's a fear mentality and you're focused on unhelpful things, focused on problems rather than solutions, that's where you can change it. So the next one, celebrate what you do more than what the scales say. This is so important. This is essentially enjoying the process and not just focusing on the outcome. So it's good to have an outcome goal. It's, it's helpful to know the weight that you're aiming for, although it's not essential. It's helpful to have that in mind as like where you're heading to. It gives you some markers to work towards. But once you've set that target, we need to then bring it right back to focusing on the process and the habits and enjoying taking action towards that goal. And if you get really focused on the scales and using them as the sole judgment of how well you're doing, it's very likely you're gonna get demoralized and just stop at some point because the scales will not always directly correlate with what's happening, what you're doing, how well you're doing, the habits you're building. Sometimes you'll have a fantastic week and do everything right, but for whatever reason, maybe it's hormones, maybe you're retaining water, maybe you ate a high carb meal, or maybe it's just we need to reach a tipping point and you've not quite reached it yet. So you'll notice the the scales haven't moved, but you did amazing. And then you get really disheartened and you feel like, well, that was all a waste of time, even though it completely wasn't. And you've achieved so many positives, but because your focus is just on that number on the scales, everything else just feels insignificant. 
So we need to flip that. The scales will not, for anybody, accurately show what's happening all the time, especially as women. We retain water around our menstrual cycle. We can easily retain water for various other reasons as well. If you're tired, if you're stressed, if you eat more carbohydrates or more salt, all of those will cause you to hold on to water. And sometimes it's more water than you think. And it's very, very worth looking at what did I do in the week? What am I doing action-wise? Am I taking action towards my goal? Am I building good habits? Is my mindset shifting? Did I make some great food choices in the week? Am I getting fitter and stronger? Am I doing the things I know I need to do? Am I sitting down to make a food plan? Am I making healthy choices consistently? Am I practicing mindful eating? Am I finding that balance where I feel free around food? I can eat whatever I want. I know that and I'm incorporating my favorite foods and I'm also making great choices elsewhere. All of those things, any single one of those things is a win. And it's really important to notice those wins and to really celebrate them. This is something I drum into my clients as much as I can because the scales will not help you every week. You have to be able to focus on the actions. The actions are the only things that will get you to that weight loss goal. And unfortunately, weight loss takes longer than any of us want it to take. It will be up and down. It will be slower than you want. So you need to be enjoying the process. Next one, instead of focusing on society's expectations and being hard on yourself, learn to focus on what you like about yourself and what you're doing well. This is a quote I took from somewhere and I cannot remember where, but it stood out for me at the time. And I'm gonna read that again. So instead of focusing on society's expectations and being hard on yourself, because society will make us feel like we're never enough. We see the media, we see social media, newspapers, TV, everything is designed to essentially, not deliberately all the time, but it essentially makes us feel that we're not good enough, especially when it's advertising because that's trying to get us to buy things that make us feel better. And people want us to do that because that then creates more money. So society is gonna make us feel like we are not enough. We see the highlight reel on people's social media as well. So it's very easy to slip into not feeling good enough, not liking yourself, not feeling like you're doing a good enough job of anything. So instead, we need to focus on what you like about yourself and what you're doing well. So part of this comes back to my previous point. You have to be able to celebrate what you're doing and what you're doing well. And you also need to be focused on what you like about yourself. And so many people who I speak to who are trying to lose weight are very focused on what they don't like about themselves. They're focused on all the body parts they don't like, all the, the attributes about themselves that they feel hold them back. They focus on the problems and they don't see all the good things they do and they don't see how how incredible they are and how amazing their body is as well. Regardless of size, there is so much that you need to be looking at and appreciating when it comes to you and what you have at the moment. And when you can create change from a place of already feeling good about yourself, you're so much more likely to make it stick because it's coming from a positive place. It's coming from choosing to lose weight because you want better for yourself, because you appreciate who you are and you want to live an amazing life rather than feeling like you're not enough and you can only be happy when you get to the place you need to be. There's a massive difference between the two. So next one, what if you based your identity on who you want to be, not who you have been? You owe it to yourself to tell a new story. So we all tell ourselves stories and 
our stories about ourselves what create our identity and identity is massive when it comes to habit change the life that you live who you see yourself to be the habits that you have a book that's really good for explaining this is atomic habits by james clear the whole book is about changing your habits and building a life that makes you happy and he explains in the book that it comes down to who you see yourself to be your identity if you have the identity of somebody who is unsuccessful at weight loss who's done various diets and always failed who never sticks to anything who has no willpower who is just never going to get there because she loves food too much or alcohol too much who is just inconsistent and will never make it stick then you're going to stay that way you're going to repeat those patterns that you've had because that's what you're seeing yourself to be so as you go into a new weight loss process you're programming yourself to live up to that identity that you have so what if you decided to act as if you are the person you want to become because you can choose your identity to be that new version of you like throughout life we're always changing we're always becoming the next version of ourselves we're adapting we're learning we're growing in some form so you will be a very different person now to who you were 10 years ago and you'll be completely different again in 10 years time hopefully because we all we can all learn and grow for the rest of our lives so if you decide to base your identity on who you want to be that can change everything you can tell yourself a story of the person you're going to become you could be the person who sticks to the plans that she writes you could be the person who is determined and consistent you could be the person who refuses to give up on her goals you could become the person who enjoys exercise and who enjoys eating healthy foods that can happen you can change that simply by changing your thoughts and visualizing yourself as the person you want to be that could be you in clothes that you love as well so if you imagine the version of you who's got to her goal and she's wearing an outfit that she feels so happy and confident in you know you can go into any shop and pick something off the shelves and it's going to fit you and you're so proud of yourself for that that version of you will have habits and a lifestyle and a mindset that maybe you haven't got all of that yet so what will that be what will you need in terms of habits lifestyle mindset identity to be that person and to stay as that person if you can think about that and write a few things down that's incredibly powerful that's so much more powerful than thinking how can i get a diet that's going to help me get to that goal and that's it then there's no thought about the after process if you're focused on just what's the quick diet that's going to get me to that goal the results won't stick but if you're focused on who do i need to become to reach that goal and stay there what who is that person that's how you get lasting results so the next one say everything to yourself that you want other people to say to you so this is another really powerful one because most of us are very very self-critical and we're craving appreciation we're craving self-kindness and we often seek it from other people and we often feel like we're not enough this comes back to basing ourselves on expectations from society and what we see online and the thoughts in our head if we're thinking very negative thoughts about ourselves all day long then it's very easy to get stuck in that negative pattern and to feel quite down and to be then using food as a comfort very often emotional eating 
comfort eating. It comes from our thoughts and the negative thoughts about ourselves a lot of the time. And they're just stuck on repeat. And we believe other people when they say certain things, but we don't we don't tend to believe ourselves or we don't even try to tell ourselves new things. And this is where we need to change that because if you're saying to yourself things that you want to hear from other people, practicing it for long enough will help you start to believe it. And it's really important to do that because to be successful, you have to be on your own side. You have to be supporting yourself and being kind to yourself. So many people will try to lose weight from a place of berating themselves and criticizing themselves and telling themselves they have no willpower and they, they look terrible and they're, they should be ashamed of themselves and so many really harsh negative thoughts that we have and it doesn't help. All it does is create guilt and shame and guilt and shame are emotions that we tend to try to numb through food and drink. So instead of that, try saying to yourself the things that you want other people to say. If you were getting compliments from someone else that made you feel good, made you feel incredible, what what would that be? What would you love to hear from someone else about you? Because you can say that to yourself. You can't decide what other people will say to you, but you know you. You're the best person to compliment yourself and to encourage yourself because you know what you need. And if you can join forces with yourself rather than fighting against yourself, you'll change everything. You will feel so much better. And when you feel better and you think better, you take better actions and more consistent actions. And when you do that, that's how you create results. So the next one, a growth mindset sees a mistake as a lesson. A fixed mindset sees a mistake as proof that they can't do it. You can always choose your mindset. This is another massive one. This comes from a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I don't think the actual quote that I just said comes from that book, but Mindset, the book, is all about that. Growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And it's a really, really good book to read. I would definitely recommend it. And a growth mindset is essentially seeing things as lessons, like understanding that we can always grow and change. We are not stuck as the person we are. This comes back to identity as well. Our identity can change. We don't have to be the person who struggles with weight loss, who has no willpower, who always fails at diets. Like We can change that. And when we make mistakes, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with us and that we're never going to get there. It just means there's something to learn. A growth mindset will see that. A growth mindset looks for lessons and tries to do better next time. But many of us, when it comes to weight loss, get stuck in a fixed mindset and we tell ourselves, we can't do it, we're not good enough. If we mess up, that means we're just never gonna succeed. It means that we have no willpower. It means that we're addicted to sugar. It means that we're always gonna have this struggle. And that, that is a very fixed mindset, but it is something that you can change. And this was quite powerful for me when I first came across growth mindset versus fixed mindset. I always believed I was shy and I would never be able to stand up in front of people and contribute to a group. I would always be the one that sat very quiet and never thought she had a good enough opinion to, to venture it forward. And I didn't really realise that that could change. And I still do feel very shy around people sometimes, but the growth mindset aspect of that has helped me to keep putting myself out there, to change who I see myself to be. And you can apply this to anything. And the the progression you can make over time, the progression I feel that like I've made from understanding 
a growth mindset and trying to develop that growth mindset is incredible. So a growth mindset will see mistakes as lessons. That's really, really important because we will always make mistakes. And when it comes to weight loss, you will have bad days. You will have days where you overeat, you don't make a plan for your food, you come home after a really hard day and binge on chocolate, you drink way too much, you just completely fall off the wagon for a week or a month or a year. But if you have a growth mindset, you can get yourself back on track. You can take lessons and insights from what happened and you can use them to help you move forward rather than remaining stuck and seeing it as proof you can't do it. And the final one, stop visualising failing. Visualise caring for yourself, overcoming challenges and ultimately succeeding. So many of us visualise doing what we don't want to do and visualise failure. If you've done a lot of diets and you haven't yet succeeded with weight loss, chances are you will be visualising all the things that you have not succeeded at in the past. You might visualise falling off track with the diet. You might imagine yourself coming home after a hard day, if you have this pattern already, and eating for comfort. There'll be certain situations where you know you tend to fall off track and it's very likely that you'll be visualising that happening. You'll be remembering yourself doing that in the past and therefore visualising it and programming your mind essentially to do it again. Our brains don't understand the difference between what's real and what's imagined and they can't understand us focusing on what we don't want. If you're thinking about what you don't want, your brain just sees you doing that. And it's essentially then being programmed to keep doing it because that's what you're thinking about and that's what you're focusing on. So instead of visualising yourself messing up or failing or not getting there or what if it goes wrong, this is where we need to turn it around and visualise things that you want to happen and that you want to do. So that could be visualising caring for yourself, like seeing this even as self-care rather than visualising yourself trying to lose weight. It could be visualising yourself doing this because you're taking care of you you're you're nourishing your body you're getting fit and healthy you're creating the life that you really want you're ultimately treating yourself well you're being on your own side it could be visualizing yourself overcoming those challenges as well so seeing yourself struggling sometimes this is helpful to see yourself struggling with something that you know you struggle with for example craving a certain food but instead of seeing yourself giving in to that food see yourself pausing and taking a breath and thinking about it for a few minutes and making a different choice because that's what you need to be doing in those moments if you're programmed at the moment to react to something with going for food for comfort just putting in that pause and allowing yourself time to consider doing something else nurturing yourself in a different way going to do a different action just until that craving has passed That's what you'll need to do. And if you're visualising that ahead of time, then you're creating a pathway for your brain to follow in the moment. We don't tend to do that. We don't tend to mentally practice things deliberately. We tend to mentally practice without really realising it just because we're worried about what we don't want to do. But if you decide to visualise yourself struggling but overcoming the challenge, that's when you then create instructions for your brain to follow. And it's hugely powerful to do that. And ultimately visualise yourself succeeding. 
see the struggles and see yourself coming through them and see yourself as who you want to be. Imagine yourself in that dress, in that outfit you want to wear, at that party, at that event, and feeling so proud of what you've done. And then imagine what you did to get there as well. See the success, see the success at the end of the road and also see what you did along the way. If you're visualizing that, you're creating motivation for yourself in those moments when motivation will go at times, the mental practice will help you just to keep taking action because you can see the goal and you can see what you need to do to get there. So I hope that helps the eight top tips to think about when it comes to mindset and weight loss. If you have any thoughts, any questions, please feel free to get in touch. My email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.